0: Our headquarters in Oslo, Norway. And on behalf of our host, Robbie Peralta,
1: welcome to the Mnemonic Security Podcast. Key performance indicators, or KPIs as the suits like to call them, are considered to be a best practice principle in the modern management of an enterprise. CEOs have their own specific KPIs, IT departments have their own, and as you guessed it, so do most security departments. Depending on who you ask, however, there is a varying opinion on how effective these indicators are when trying to measure the success of a given person or department. Perhaps KPIs aren't so relevant for the security team. Perhaps they are even detrimental to the team morale. Who better to ask than the former head of the government cert in Denmark, who has a good deal of experience with such matters. So to KPI or not to KPI, that is a question for you, Mark Anderson. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. So, uh, Mr. Anderson, before we get started, uh, let us know who you are.
0: Well, I guess uh, for the next 30 minutes, I'm the guy that uh, will tell you a couple of reasonings and positions that I think are very clever, uh, but I, that I didn't come up with myself, likely, um, but acquired through watching tons of TED Talks. So, for the last uh, 10 plus years, I've been an analyst, um, working in different security operations centers. And for a while there, I was, um, after being an analyst in the government cert, I was the team lead. Afterwards, in different sucks, I, I uh, broke out for myself, I started my own company. And what I do now is I um, assist companies in building their own security operation teams and analyst teams um, using the knowledge I built myself uh, all those years working as an analyst.
1: Hmm. Sounds like I have the right man. That's good. So uh, you were also um, the lead speaker um, for an experience sharing forum that we recently uh, recently held in Denmark, where some of your comments and viewpoints around KPIs started a uh, an intense discussion. And your point, basically, was that KPIs don't work the same way for a security team. And I will, of course, let you explain why in a second. Uh, and therefore, instead, management should focus or consider fo- focusing on empowering their security team to self-governance. So give us an introduction to your thought process around, uh, around that topic.
0: So I think the whole thing started, I worked, uh, my IT career started in the service desk and I, I'm KPI wise, I'm scarred for life. <laughs> because they're all doing it wrong. Like, like a typical service desk KPI would be uh, calls finished inside of five minutes. Which, which is kind of the worst KPI. For a service desk, there's one KPI, and that's how satisfied are your customers. Mm. That's it. Mm. The other ones are measurements, but they shouldn't be KPIs. Um, now, for a security team, it's, uh, or for any team, it's, it's the same. KPIs are per se not bad, but the minute you, you misconstrue them from measurement into goals, you kind of use sight of where you want to go. Let me put it in other words, the goal is something the KPI can measure, but shouldn't be the goal itself. And it's always the goal itself. Mm. So inherently KPIs aren't bad. We are just extremely bad at doing it because we, this, this modern management term means we have to measure stuff. And measuring something wrong is much, much worse than not measuring at all. Mm. K- KPIs have a tendency on, on, on narrowing your focus to, to winning instead of doing the right thing. Yeah, um, there were some examples. If if you prepare a KPI for a security team like a SOC, um, and and we asked the uh, the audience at the experience sharing forum what KPIs they made up uh, or got from management, some of them would say those are actually reasonable KPIs, but nonetheless they had a smile on their face and then yeah we did, then we did something to you know reach the KPI, and it didn't matter how good the KPI was. There was always the yeah, and then we did something just to reach that number, um, which is, yeah, that was then suddenly the goal, the number. Mm. And this also is a a, uh, a general fixation on this is also that the KPIs we made are typically, they're not malleable. So they're fixed in stone and don't react to the world um, as we'd like it or very slowly so. And in the security world, you have to adapt all the time. And if you don't move your KPIs, if you have some with you all the time, uh, you'll just miss the boat completely. Um, And that's maybe the difference between a security team and other teams.
1: I guess there had some some security teams needed to update their KPIs for coronavirus, for example.
0: (laughs) Might be, for instance, Um, Mm. although I. I see. It's the same, just new packaging, I guess. But that would be a valid point. Yes, yeah, something happened, and if your KPI is way off, uh, and let let's say bonuses, if any, depend on those KPIs, that's just a dead in the water. I mean, what are you going to do uh, as, as as an employee?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you, uh, one of your points in the in the experience sharing forum is that, uh, and you were very careful not to say don't use KPIs, but you were said. I think you, you said that they should strongly consider empowering your security team uh, instead of you know focusing 100% on KPIs. What did you mean by that? So uh, Im-
0: imagine you're, you're the team lead of, of, a, of a SOC, and uh, one of your focus areas is uh, ransomware. We've got to detect some ransomware. We've got to eradicate it. Mm. And, and, and you say something like, I'm going to go with the right way first. Um, you say something like, we need to detect this and we need to be able to eradicate this. And you start talking to your analysts, how would we do this efficiently? Which hopefully will, if, if you have a, a good team, will engender a discussion and some works that, uh, that, that uh, result in the right questions asked by the team themselves. Like, how would we do that? Uh, what can we do with the tools we have at hand? How do we test this? And what's our arsenal in general to, to be combating this? Can we just rely on our security control, t- controls or do we need something more? And once these ideas come pouring through uh, and it's a back and forth between the lead and, and, the, and the team, you'll get to a place where it's probably good enough. Uh, you get a sense of accomplishment, slap on the back, cake all around. And The minute you put a KPI on it, now, I guarantee you it will be something that like, I must be able to detect ransomware inside of five minutes, to say a number. And I guarantee you the focus will be to make sure that you detect that specific ransomware and act on five minutes. So you, you go from good enough to barely enough just to hit that KPI, because this would be a KPI that you are in no way in control of. There's just no way to control this, and you never should have a KPI that you don't control.
1: Mm. You also mentioned the. Um, you went through a list of the pros of a self-governing team, and I guess that goes with the uh, setting. You know, setting goals that are actually realistic, and the, I guess the team is the closest to those. What's re- to figuring out what's realistic? Um, why do you think that a self-governing team is such a good idea?
0: Um, because not. So first of, not not all um, security uh, analytic teams have a lead that has experience. Like like often it's not a former analyst. Uh, it might be somebody that uh, just got the role um, and has been a, a GRC before, like governance, risk, compliance, uh, which is fine. Um, but that person will often not know the the specifics of of how the team operates, and you need a self-governing team to kind of help the team lead to get where where he, where he or she or the business wants to go. And so you empower the team to make the decisions for themselves. I mean, they're there because they like their job, otherwise they shouldn't be there. They're there because it's interesting. So keep making interesting mm. so they come with the solutions to you, with the problems that you bring them. This does not mean by any chance that you shouldn't be governing your team. <laughs> uh, it, just, it, it just make them part of your decision uh, tree in, in what you want to do. Uh, and that goes for goals as well. They got to have goals and potential KPIs as well, uh, as long as you don't use the KPIs as goals, but maybe as a driver, to get somewhere closer to the goal. Um, that, that would be absolutely fair.
1: Mm. And I guess that makes sense because you know, the security teams are, they're in the trenches, they're sitting, they're the nearest to the problem or and also maybe the, the nearest to the solutions. Yes,
0: Yes, and as the team lead, uh, you should always be asking questions. Why can't we do this or or how can we do this? And if the answer is valid enough and we don't have the capability, then that might be your next goal. How do we get there?
1: Mm. So how is uh, how is such a team organized, and how how does that team differ from a um, quote unquote normal security team that has a bunch of KPIs that they uh, the bear, that they struggle to do the, the bare minimum?
0: Actually, that, that is, I don't think there's any difference. It's just the way you run towards a goal that makes a difference. They're organized in precisely the same way. This, this is a leadership. Type of question, not not a team type of question. So the lead should be responsible for making this uh, the team uh, self-governing. But essentially, they're they're, they're the same. They may be not as rigid as as uh, heavy KPI uh, teams, um, but they still have the same structure. I I don't see the big difference. Um,
1: mm. I guess making at least making sure that the The team lead is actually a part of the team, and not some. uh, uh, And I'm not trash talking GRC consultants here, but at least uh, maybe they should be a part of the team, you know, on a daily basis, sitting with them to understand what's going on instead of just being a part of a different organization, perhaps. Uh,
0: Exactly, and if they're not, they just have to accept um, what the team brings back at face value, because how would they know if what they're saying is right or wrong? Um, Mm. So, so yeah, closeness is a big parameter here.
1: Yeah. So in the forum, there was a, a CISO of a, a large global company that uh, he politely disagreed uh, with the argument that some that, he, yeah, he said that KPIs were absolutely necessary to steer the ship. Uh, and he was a part of the management team. So, you know, that, that is everybody else in the management team has KPIs. So maybe that, that's where it came from. But um, so where do you actually, where do you agree with him? Where do you see his, his points? And where do you not 100% disagree or agree? Yeah.
0: I agree with... um, So his point was, uh, um, I got to show management something and I completely agree. Uh, I just don't agree that it must be KPIs. Mm. And the reason again, uh, I cannot stress this enough, it's not KPIs themselves, it's just that we're so bad at them. (laughs) So I'd rather not have them. Uh, If you want to show management something, then show them something that you are 100% uh, in in agreement of. First of all, this team hasn't been established as a grassroots movement probably uh the direction uh the powers that be have decided we need a team like this so there are already some expectations and you should see how you can show that these expectations are if not solved or or um, met at least move towards and if you choose to show it by kpis um i think that's a uh, poor proxy for reality Uh, you should tell them the actual movement, the story of what you have accomplished. Um, And it could be as simple as, uh, you know, we went from, uh, we we couldn't detect an incident like X, Y, Z at all. And now we have a real good fighting chance. And I have an example. And then tell the story. I mean, instead of showing uh, we got X of Y, covered, and some manager up there sits, who's not technical at all, says, uh, well, great work. There's a KPI, you met it. So uh, I'd say I agree that progress must be shown, not for progress's sake, but to meet the goal that the team has been set in the world for, um, to reach. But it shouldn't be uh, KPIs, because they're so hard to do, uh, to do right.
1: Mm look at all your experiences and what you've gone through. What were, the, what were some of the uh, lessons that you've learned about, okay, how, how should I organize you know, the, for the analysts to have the best day possible? So the
0: best ones is um, the ones who realize that uh, classical thinking doesn't work anymore. Um, uh, it's, it's small stuff like uh, from the start acknowledging that the analyst must be able to work no matter where in the world. So, for the teams um, that, that uh, I successfully um, um, assisted, they haven't really felt COVID-19 b- because all their arsenal and tools are available anywhere in the world, so to speak. Um, so, they took that battle right from the start, and their performance hasn't dropped uh, one iota mm. in this time. Whereas others typically, I'm, I'm a bit guessing it, but I can see typically large companies that are entrenched in themselves, tech heavy companies typically, I think they had some problems um, dealing with the, with the remote work right now. And it's, and it's not only remote work, it also makes you robust for like security incidents, uh, large scale security incidents. You don't want to sit on the same tree that you're trying to defend you you want to like sit on another tree and try to put out the fire right. um those are really successful teams um in 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 this uh frame and they are also they're not loosely organized there are um there are protocols to follow there are um there 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 are the like uh, daily um and weekly and monthly wheels they have to go through, but they retain enough leeway to quickly adapt to any situation, because there is no KPI that they're going to break. Mm. Like if we don't do this, then X Y Z will happen. But it's 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 more they're much easier to pivot um, from minute to minute, or let's say hour to hour to be fair, um, and that makes them very robust.
1: Mm.
0: but then they're, they're not like it's not anarchy
1: mm.
0: they, they are controlled uh, and typically the most successful ones they actually look each other into the eyes and then they see is this how we want to operate or is this how we operate uh, and the team lead takes a step back especially if the team lead doesn't have the experience mm.
1: um,
0: and if the team lead has the experience as a former analyst or something Uh, Then it's just a back and forth until uh, a structure is achieved that works. And if it doesn't work, you pivot after half a year, and that doesn't work, you pivot after half a year, uh, after half a year, and then um, go from there.
1: I can't help but uh, sort of (laughs) relating to myself personally. Sales guys, right? Sales guys have budgets, and they have they have all these targets, and they have to make them. And if they don't make them, then maybe they don't get their bonus, or maybe they just yeah need to find something else to do. But uh, in a role where you're sitting there with a gun to your head i have to make this kpi it's it's negative pressure it's not positive pressure i mean i feel like everybody in their job wants to do good we all want to come to the office and have people you know pat us in the back for a job well done um but if you have a gun to your head and you have to make a certain goal that could definitely end up being uh not a positive thing whatsoever if you don't make the goal for example
0: yeah i mean that that, that's what's happening in the finance sector, right? Mm. It, it's all, uh, and sales is a great example. It's all bonus oriented and uh, uh, I'm going to quote Dan Pink here, uh, Ted Talk. Um, yeah. He has a great book about this uh, self-determination kind of thing. Um, it narrows your focus. You're, you're only going to run after that goal and that quarterly um, measurement to get your bonus. Uh, and. There are robust findings that you should just take all the bonuses out of the picture, give the people the money they deserve, and, and do your job. Mm. And it turns out if people like their job, it'll work out. Mm. You, you don't have to do that. Um, and for a security team, I, I, don't, I honestly don't see the point. Um, I can kind of see it for sales, uh, but I, I still think that um uh, many many research, uh, a lot of research points to just just get rid of it
1: yeah so you've worked with a lot of analysts over the years, correct yeah what are some of the things that you they have told you or you've noticed that they value the most like what are they actually what's actually important for them
0: Uh <laughs> freedom to concentrate is there something that you have to dive into i mean these these people are are these people are, are typically uh extremely curious and and you, and you have to leave them to be curious. Like if, if you've done the day, if you have done the daily tasks or there aren't that many, or you're overwhelmed, get a colleague to help you, um, but still retain this curiosity. And then they're the most happiest when they can like set a goal for themselves. Like, Oh, it would be so cool if I could with the tools at hand, detect the newest, whatever, technique or APT technique they've seen, and then they just use half a day on it and tell the team, hey, it looks like I might actually be able to help the team detect this if we can somebody verify what I've done. Uh, I think most of these people, uh, again, these people, uh, most of the analysts (laughs) love that. (laughs) Mm. I, I can put it another word, don't micromanage them.
1: Don't micromanage them, yeah. So if you look into your crystal ball for the future, after all this um, COVID-19 drama, how do you think the concept of self-governance will will play out for security teams? Do you, how do you think it'll change the way things are being run today?
0: For, the, for those that I, that I know, like the teams that already uh, are empowered to um, be flexible and work from anywhere, uh, as I said before, no, no changes. But for those more classically oriented teams um, in heavily, like in old companies, heavily entrenched uh, in the way they do things, I think they will get a wake up call on you you just can't operate this way. Um, You have to modernize, you have to be a little bit flexible in how you operate this. Mm. And also, this is not only for security teams. I think this has been a wake up call for many, many companies. Um, that working remote actually works for many people. Mm. If it's not enforced, like we're back to self-governing. If you want to work from home, do that. If not, here's the office. There's always a place for you. Mm. I mean, Twitter recently announced it works so well, they will not force the workforce to come back to the headquarters or whatever they're sitting. Just stay home if you want. Mm. And for security teams, I think a lot of people wake up to, uh, we need to be able to do this. Mm. And it has other benefits uh, as well. Uh,
1: yeah, you mentioned the word modernize. Uh, so besides the fact that you don't need to have your you know, your SOC analyst sitting in the same room with all their screens and stuff, what else did you mean by the word modernize?
0: Maybe think about that um, the whole management term is kind of out of date, but maybe a new type of leadership is necessary to run this. I mean, how do you... To get back to KPIs, how, how would you keep a KPI in this COVID-19 crisis? Is, is, it, is it feasible at all? And if it turns out that you didn't get a drop in performance, you just didn't meet your KPIs, then get rid of them and just continue without them. I mean, what's the point? Um, mm. And I think modernizing is uh, uh, part of this whole... Uh, Get, get, get rid of how management was thought of in, in the 80s. And this applies to security teams as, as well, I guess.
1: Well, um, do you have any more questions you think that uh, are relevant for this discussion that we could throw in? No, I don't think
0: so. I'm, I think we covered a good bass here. Um, I do have a personal question though. Go ahead. Yeah, so you play the guitar and the bass?
1: Yeah, we got a bunch of, we got guitars, we got, got drums. We have a keyboard somewhere packed down. Oh, so you're in the studio. I thought you were at home. Uh... Oh, no. If I was at home, this would be a... I, w- I-, I wish it was going that well for me. <laughs> that I had all this <laughs> stuff for me. So I was no, just thinking, just oh, all
0: right, you can play the guitar. Yeah,
1: was, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is just my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anderson, thank you very much for your time. And uh, I'm going to check in with you in a year and see... Uh, see what you've learned in in these modernization projects of yours absolutely cool 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 well that's all for today folks thank you for tuning in to the mnemonic security podcast if you have any concepts or ideas that you would like us to discuss on future episodes please feel free to send us a mail to podcast at mnemonic.no thank you for listening and we'll see you next time